This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new effort is underway to boost broadband mapping across the country. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. The Federal Communications Commission has developed a broadband task force to improve mapping and data efforts to pinpoint high-speed Internet access across the country. Acting FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel says the task force is modeled off an incentive auction approach previously used by the agency. We decided we were going to have to come up with a structure that allowed input from all of our bureaus and offices. And we looked to the recent past a similar activity, and that was the Incentive Auction Task Force. According to FCC, the incentive auction was authorized by Congress in 2012 as a way to align the use of broadcast airwaves with 21st century consumer demands for video and broadband services. Rosenworcel tapped Jean Cadu as chair. She is also the chair of the FCC's Incentive Auction Task Force. And it took input from the Media Bureau, the Wireless Bureau, all of the offices in the agency, and we thought that that was really the right approach then, and I think it's the right approach now for mapping and broadband data. Broadband coverage maps have long been outdated, and knowing where coverage is and is not has been a challenge for rural America as deployment efforts move ahead. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. The nation's soybean farmers gathered virtually today to hash out upcoming priorities and discuss broad goals for the rest of the year. Kevin Scott is the president of the American Soybean Association. Speaking to the board of the Soybean Checkoff, he said ASA's policy efforts for this year will be highlighted by pandemic relief. Uh, we'll continue to support anything that is related to COVID-19. Uh, we've had a lot of support from the administration on COVID-19, and so uh, those are things that we will continue to foster and look for. We'll also advance biotech and crop protection priorities, uh, protect crop insurance and the farm safety net. The United Soybean Board staff and leaders also provided updates on looming USB projects, including developing a new strategic plan for the organization. Megan Kaiser is heading up the effort for the group and says the coronavirus has slightly tweaked the timeline of the plan's development. In April to May, the final plan will be socialized among the directors for the final round of feedback and suggestions on the plan. In July, the Strategic Plan Task Force plans to submit the draft plan to the board for consideration. Once approved by the entire board, in July to September, the USB staff will prepare and onboard the final plan for execution with the contractors. This timeline will give us ample time to onboard the new strategic plan and prepare for fiscal year 23. The group also hopes to grow its sustainably grown U.S. soy mark and boost the growth of high oleic soybeans throughout the year. Finally today, price shopping for the best deal on a vehicle is nothing new for the American consumer, but what might change over the next decade is how an electric vehicle might pencil out. Michael Baraby is with the Department of Energy's Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy. Speaking at the Renewable Fuels Association's National Ethanol Conference, he said dropping costs of batteries for an electric vehicle could lead to comparable costs by 2030. It's hard to predict exactly, but I will say this. Our team has been setting battery cost targets now for over 15 years. We have not missed a target yet. The technology we have developed has made its way into the marketplace. So we see a day by 2030, we believe at the latest, uh, maybe a little before that, where you have the fundamental cost of the electric vehicle 
being on par with an internal combustion engine vehicle. And that's obviously critically important. He says maintenance and operating costs are already less expensive for an electric vehicle, which would then lead to questions about the affordability of the raw materials needed to make an electric vehicle. Biofuel groups have pushed back at the effort of some automakers to go all electric, saying the company should include their fuels in their decarbonization goals. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.